Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh, God, Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a matter. Happy Friday, everyone. Y'all ready for the weekend? Doesn't really matter for me because I gotta work, so. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, this time, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut the episodes in half. So now they're only gonna be about an hour, a little over long. So I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna post the first round, the first week, and then the second round will be the following and i'm gonna post i'm gonna try to post um from now on uh release one every friday uh so so stay tuned for that you can get some on uh, uh every friday from now on uh i'll release one so everybody has a scheduled time you can be like oh you know i, f- I thought that was probably the better one to keep track of a schedule rather than just release it randomly as i've been doing We're like oh there's a new episode I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to do that. Plus, I'm still working on getting my camera this week. I believe I'll have enough money to get a GoPro, so then I can start doing uploads uh, for video for YouTube and get my YouTube channel up to par and all that fun stuff. Uh, so uh, my guest was Philippe Moda today uh last night i should say uh a good friend of mine super smart guy we talked a lot about you know sci-fi and maybe a little bit about net neutrality and some uh some jobs that he did working uh with apple and uh his new job i believe it was called epic i believe this is a startup startup i forget you'll you'll hear it in the second round um of what his new job is that you can subscribe to uh I'll, I'll list it in the link too i'll put it i'll put it in the link because i'll try to find it um but you can subscribe to uh children's books and i believe he said it was about eight dollars seven ninety nine eight ninety nine somewhere around there and you can download like twenty five thousand children books or you have access to twenty five thousand or, or so and then you can read them to your kids at night tuck them in um so yeah Enjoy all that, and uh, without further ado, here is this co- the first round uh, conversation with uh, me and Philippe. Enjoy. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the podcast. My guest today. Philippe Moda. Hey guys, did I say your last name correctly? Moda. It, it that Mata? gets complicated, dude. Dude, uh, I I usually introduce myself as Moda. Moda. Okay. Yeah. What is it? How how is it complicated though? What's the? Uh... I because I, I I'm I'm not consistent myself, so I can't like really rag on anybody. Like the only one thing I'm consistent about in my own name is like Philippe. That's You're like that's it. That's that's, that's set it. in stone. Yeah. I'm Philippe. You can't fuck with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, everything else is just like. Oh, fucking, I don't know, man. However you attack it, you know, go for it. Mr. Moda, Mr. Mata, whatever. Mr. Mr. Moda. Yeah. Is it kind of the Motorola, but it's like, mo- like it's kind of spelled like that sort of thing. So whenever time I see your name, I'm like, oh, it's Motorola, but mo-. I'm like, I always just put you out as Philippe. I'm like, yeah. it's Philippe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. Dude, thanks. It's been a while, and I've, yeah. uh, I know I wanted to have you on. Many of times. Yeah, why? what took you so long, dude? Um, scheduling. Oh, scheduling. So yeah. I wasn't important enough to you. No, no, no. It was my fault. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah, it was your fault. It is. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. I'm terrible at scheduling and asking people to be on the podcast. Because yeah. I feel like a dick. I'm like, you want to be on my podcast? No, fuck you and fuck your podcast. <laughs> Fine, I'll go home and drink and talk to myself. <laughs> but first things first. Beer. Beer. All right. Uh... Do you like you start out? Well, you're kind of heavy for like percentage wise. Man, the podcast hasn't yeah. even started. You're already going after my weight. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I'll go heavy. But like, yeah. well, <laughs> all right. Let's we'll start with the double, and then we'll go. Uh, we'll we'll back it. Okay. So well, you're the bartender, man. Whatever. Like, I I, I look at bartenders just like you know pharmacists. You know yeah. you know the what you're peddling better than I do. That's true. That's true. But. I know how you. I know how you roll. So that's you know. I, I, I tend to. I want to. I, I, the drinking experience that I'm acclimated to. Yeah. yeah. I want to accommodate as much as I can <laughs> in a good. So okay, this um, I had on tap just a sip of it. Um, so I had to get some. Oh yeah. And it is hazing saddles. Hazing saddles. Okay. I from Alvarado Street. I absolutely approve of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were talking a couple of weeks ago about how much you hate these like novelty cans and how goofy they are. It's, but it's not so much that I hate them. I just hate the fact that like it seems. I mean, they they put out really good beer, a lot of it. Yeah. But a lot of the times, it just seems for this is yeah. that they just care more about selling cans and their graphic design than they do about making good beer. But but isn't that art too? You know, it's true. It's, it's true. Like, so like, maybe like, it's, like like you got to give the art department something to do, right? It's true, and everybody needs a job, right? Yeah. And I think. You know, maybe I'm giving them too much shit. And it's, you know, I mean, I guess I, I don't know. Maybe the lack of, you know, I mean, I guess maybe I'm pissed because I didn't think of it kind of a thing and I'm not selling cans. Yeah, maybe. well, maybe. 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 I mean. Uh, um, I could be. I could you, be. Uh, you got to get them to uh, pay you to do this. But I think, like, the important thing is that you can appreciate the can and the beer separately. Right? Yes. I can appreciate both on both accounts. Exactly. And I think that's where they got me. Yeah. And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you swindled me into getting a fucking beer, you bastards. I paid $22, whatever the fuck it was, to buy four cans. That's advertising, man. Um, this is a yeast-driven double IPA, and it is 8%. And it is a hazing. Hazing. Hazing so, saddles. Let's see if we can. Oh, sound. Use that sound. Yeah, that's a good sound. <laughs> It's definitely got some haze to it, not as mm-hmm. hazy as I thought it would be, but... It's got a, kind of like a pale blonde. Yeah. What we got here? That looks about even. So I still got some more left to go. Oh. Back and forth like I'm mixing cocktails. <laughs> I feel like I'm Tom Cruise and cocktail. Oh, there man. you go. Thank you. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Ooh, mm. that's interesting. Yeah. It does taste a little, ye- like, bready, yeasty. Yeah, it, think? That, like on the on the back end, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. tasty, though. A little, Almost a little fruity. Well, that's that's an idea generally. Yeah. So well, some are, like, more, like, floral, like, or bitter, I guess. Like, like, piney. Yeah. Like a, like, lot of, like, a lot of IPAs are very, very piney. Yeah, very piney. Some this can, one can is, a lot, get a lot fruitier. This one's a little bit on the fruitier side. Yeah. But I like it. It's yeah. pretty good. I dig it. Cool. Nice trouble. Yeah. All right. That out of the way. Um. Yeah, it's a good beer. Uh, mm-hmm. I was. Yeah, I've been. I've been. I just finished um, reading. Uh, Nineteen eighty-four. Oh yeah. So kind of. So I did a. I did a pretty cool thing because I know you were a big fan of uh, Blade Runner. Oh yeah, yeah. So and I am as well. So I took the Blade Runner soundtrack, and I read the book with the Blade Runner soundtrack playing all the time. Oh, that's an interesting choice. Yeah, so because like like thematically they're very different film uh, like like stories to me. Definitely, right? definitely different stories. But and, like you can def like like and and but but even the aesthetic of yeah. of, of 1984, it's almost a, like yeah, because it had like um like that like that telescreen yeah, and you know that like yeah. almost futuristic, but it, it's retro future, you know, retro but, but but like they're both retro futuristic, but exactly. they're retro futuristic for. Like they're very much of the time that they were made. Like 1984 yeah. was ma- was written in 1948, right? And 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 like Blade Runner, that was Philip K. Dick writing in in the 70s. But Ridley Scott, like the aesthetic of that movie is is so 80s in a way. But it's an 80s that's looking back at the 40s to make this kind of retro future, future yeah, uh, of of like what the 80s thought the 40s would be in the future, yeah. And, uh, it, and, I thought that, <laughs> and somehow in my mind, I just thought that was a really cool take because I yeah. really love that like yeah. score soundtrack oh, yeah. of it, and it really like just brought the book to life. And it was, um, yeah, that's one of my favorite albums of all time. I yeah. think is the soundtrack for that movie. Yeah, no, it was it's great. Um, but yeah, reading the book, it was just you know it got me on this like 
you know, like this, like sci-fi, like or like yeah. futuristic, like really. There was a, a series on Netflix right now, uh, Altered Carbon, released a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if you like that kind of thing, uh-huh. kind of yeah. like like sci-fi detective, yeah, yeah, kind of procedural thing, you should watch Altered Carbon. It's it's super interesting. Like the whole premise is that. Um, this isn't a plug, by the way. I've got nothing to do with, <laughs> nothing to do with Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you can plug whatever you want any, right. at any time, but I'm not plugging this for Netflix. So. Yeah, no, no. Uh, you can feel free to cut this out. But the whole the whole premise no, no. is like um, like you can download your consciousness between bodies, and okay. like what does murder mean then? Ah, uh, and like what is identity, and what is like humanity when you like death is no longer like our relationship with death is is so different mm. so like it's written really kind of like heavy-handed and and it's it's kind of like schlocky at times but like the art direction like they basically just lifted everything out of blade runner and made it 14 hours long right uh which is kind of cool because you get to spend time in that world is it, it also kind of sounds a little like uh what like taking even taking um like a lot of the like the general concept of things like from 1984 and also i think a lot of things like in different movies have taken bits and pieces from 1984 as well like uh thought crime and yeah. uh, like it was in uh was it minority report with like tom cruise and yeah. like, how if you thought of a crime before you committed it you would be arrested yeah uh, you know, i mean Everything borrows from everything else. Like everything, no, like yeah, you know, totally did did their own thing. But ultimately, you know. everything's like a footnote on the Iliad. Is is like, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, <laughs> definitely. But uh, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like 1984 definitely, I think, kind of set the stage for for um, a lot of this idea of of using. Actually, 1984 was a really important example, but that started with Frankenstein. Oh really? Yeah, just just the the, the idea that, that you're using you're using literature you're 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 using like the written medium, and you're using humanity's relationship with science to kind of examine to to speculate. Well, what if we somehow got the ability to do this thing? Yeah. How does that cast this idea into relief in an interesting way that I can examine it? Gotcha. So, like, 19, 1984, it gets to this idea of, of, you know, like, this intersection of politics and technology and, and, and how um, the state can use technology to control these things that we take for granted, like language and, and, and like, being in an area in our own psychology and how the state can use that, those things against us when those ideas were very new. Yes, because it seemed like they did a lot of, like, exploring when things like that were sort of new with the book, like... Uh, when like, you know, like, you know, cause you know how kids like introduce, uh, new words all the fucking time when they come up with slang bullshit and they were, you know, and they were trying to change some of that too. In the book, they were, uh, they were cutting out literature. So they were like, we only have a certain amount of words you're allowed to use. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So it was like, it was interesting. But using language as a means for control is, is I think, yeah. a, a huge part of, of, of what that book is about, right? And, yeah. And how, how when, when you, you make, when the state makes things taboo and when the state controls the means by which things become taboo and, and taboo very specifically, like talking about things which cannot be thought. Yeah. Um, that I think to Orwell was a, an extremely dangerous idea, and and I think that's like what he thought was was a dangerous idea that he saw in his own time, represented by Stalinism and and and, and Hitler uh, and not no no I think he was he, like like fascism I think is, yeah. is is using it, but he was I think very specifically reacting to like the rise of a certain kind of socialism where people would be ostracized and policed because they weren't you know revolutionary enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think that there's a lot of people today, I don't know if they're right, but, like, they're reacting to, you know, the modern leftist radical movements, and, and they're very turned off by it because, you know, like, they feel like they're being 
um, shunned, ostracized, and, 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 and cast out of polite society because they have these reactionary old-style ideas and they aren't woke enough and they're being thought policed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. And... I think with everything, like, the answer lies in the middle. And the answer lies in, you know, who is actually controlling what. I mean, Orwell didn't care so much about um, yeah, this... popular movements that kind of, like, say, hey, like, this kind of behavior is unacceptable. So much as he cared about the state using that. Because it's a tool. And a tool a tool isn't, isn't, isn't good or evil. A tool is used for good and evil. Right, right? yeah. Yeah, like, you know. Some things, so, but, but just because you're using a tool doesn't mean that it's, what you're doing is evil. Right. Right. Well, and, and this, and his was um, a big take on, like, power. Yes. And it was all about, and that was kind of, like, described very at the end of the book, uh, where it was. No, oh, wait, 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 spoilers, guys. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. If you haven't caught up on this book from you know seventy years ago, yeah, you should read you it. Should, you should pause the podcast now and pick it up. Yeah. So because you're saying? Well, it took me it took me this long to read it because I you know I I wasn't yeah. I've read a, a a dozen books but I just only a dozen, uh, but I, I just haven't come across it and and I was just like you know I really need to read that. Same with Animal Farm. I didn't read that yet, so I read them backwards. Kind of well, whatever. But I still got to read Animal Farm. It's something you should have read in high school or. It's maybe. a short book too. Yeah, it's, it's like that. That one's a pretty quick read. Yeah, that one's like less. I think a hundred pages less, which is nice. This one, it's like a three hundred page. And I was like, God damn, it's gonna be. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, that was just like at the end. It was, he was describing that like they're doing this all for the glory and power of just making, um society uh um struggle and um what was it called be humiliated basically over and over and over and over again to yeah, make because, them believe that, yeah that, just for the sake of power yeah because they could do it yeah that and, was I, it. and i think that's that's kind of like orwell's ultimately thesis is that like yeah. these people are doing these things and the thing that they're motivated for isn't some kind of higher good other than aggrandizing and enriching themselves right which is it's kind of like what I guess, I mean it's it's continuing to happen throughout history and you know and even now, seventy years later or whatever. Yeah, it's still all about power and who has more of it and who can control what and. Well, I mean, you know, it's not. It hasn't changed in in ten, fifteen thousand years. Is why is it going to change in the next in, in ten seven, minutes? You know, you know change, like yeah. change tomorrow. No. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, like I think human progress is something that accelerates. Yes. Absolutely. So we're making a lot more progress than we have now than we have ever made in the in, in the past. But also But it's a big problem. You and know, it's, it's different like kind a, of progress, right? I mean yeah. it's progress for like you know, like technology and things like that. But let me get this jacket off. Yeah. Take take <laughs> it off. Take it off. Take it off. Um yeah, I think uh, like man is progressing in a in a different sense. But I also think that, you know, in the same sense, we're also losing certain things that we've gained. Like what? Um, I don't know. Uh, I want to say, I don't. I feel like you know, maybe the 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 internet and the social movement has caused more people to become introverts, maybe. Or maybe everybody was just always introverts and it kind of just allowed them to have a voice online and rather than like in a regular society of like, you know, their peers kind of a thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like I, I wonder if, if we see that just because it's so much more possible for those people to survive. Yeah. You know, it's like people say all the all the time that like um oh uh since the rise of the internet and the rise of, of all these things we've we've uh, uh seen you know like this rise in su- in, in in people in rates of depression and, yeah. and 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 all that stuff and all these social ills and all that thing and and I think it's the difference is that like these aren't problems that weren't there before 
It's just that the problem was a lot more fatal. There weren't that many people with depression just because they killed themselves before they could be counted. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's like... But I guess there was always problems, and there always will be problems, and it's just... I guess maybe uh, even just getting uh, out there that they are problems and a lot more is being talked about. Yeah. So maybe that maybe it's a maybe it is a plus and not a negative. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess every I mean everything has a, a positive and negative effect, right? On, you know. Yeah, I mean, like like if anything, the downside is that now we have to hear about it, and hearing about it's a bummer. But yeah, well, you true, know? yeah, true, true. <laughs> I guess the the plus it, side is there's so much information out there. Yeah. That the education is is actually booming. And there's so much to learn yeah, that it's so available for free for now, yeah. and hopefully it stays that way. Yeah. But I mean, there's talk that you know it, it won't stay that way for for very long. Yeah, I mean, there's that whole net neutrality thing, and yeah, all that stuff, and you know, what do you think about that? Fucking, uh, it's I, I can say fuck on the podcast. You can right? say whatever the fuck okay. you want. Cool. <laughs> Uh, say shit, <laughs> say piss, say balls. I can say balls in the podcast. Balls in the podcast. <laughs> um, the whole net neutrality thing is such like a bad idea because if they do, it breaks the internet, and we make something that replaces the internet that is net that is neutral. Right. Uh, like that's not a genie that you can put back in the bottle. No. Uh, it kind of set would kind of set us back, don't you think? Yeah, until we make something that is better. Like, here's the thing: our society doesn't function unless, like, so, so. The whole kind of like anti-net neutrality thing is really just pushed by people who want to become gatekeepers, and 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 and, and like, there's a good reason to have gatekeepers. Your podcast is one of. Tens of thousands mm-hmm. on iTunes right now. Right. That's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise for sure. How is somebody going to find your podcast? How is somebody supposed to find the good podcast? We only have so much time. It's not like, you know. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and before we had, you know, these big institutions that acted like curators. They went out, they sent their people out into the world and they they found the thing and they, they honed their craft and they told the what they tried to make the best stories so that the the american public or the 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 human public around the world would would always find and always hear what they believe to be the best that they could provide right, right. yeah that doesn't exist anymore right it's, it's no one yeah. no, no one no one has that by virtue of the fact that that they they um own a platform because everyone owns a platform right so now everybody has almost has a voice everyone el- almost has a voice and when everybody talks at once all you have is noise right exactly nobody's listening to anything you're just talking 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 so there there is this reaction where where you say well let's well why can't we go back to the how it was before where we had you know this professional class of journalists and editors and everything else and we could kind of comb comb through find the best and give it to people and 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 we know that they would only listen to the best because only the best are allowed to have the platform right right because now you have a bunch of people's opinions that might not be worth a damn you know, or you get, you know, you get these like maybe like motivational speakers or whoever just talking a bunch of nonsense, uh, saying whatever they want, right? Yeah, and not not being real people, right? And, maybe, and, maybe, the, and you know? the problem is that, like, so so that is the only argument that I can think of why you would want you know to to get rid of net neutrality is because you want some some gatekeepers, and the problem is that those gatekeepers don't exist anymore and they've never existed. That's a fantasy. Right. The only reason those, the only motivation those gatekeepers have is to either you know sell you a subscription to the New York Times or to you know sell you uh, soap flakes on the the uh, Johnson and Johnson soap opera hour. Right. Um, they don't give a shit if what they're selling is true or good or anything. They just care that it sells whatever their product is. And that's the problem that we're facing: is the fact that it's all fake news. These people aren't legit, you know. They're they're selling you products that you don't need that might not even necessarily work, you know. And it's you know people like, you know, selling you know uh, like 
like diet pills or, or drugs or any you know any kind of thing they're like uh, extends you know like yeah. a bunch of bullshit that you don't like need in, uh, brain power from yeah. info wars right. get your uh, get yeah. your nutraceuticals on the alex jones <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um, yeah that kind of bullshit yeah and, and but my point is that like that's true now but it's also always been true Mm, correct. People guess, have always been trying to shill shit, and it's like the only people, the only reason that Comcast and all those things are upset because they used to be the only people who could shill shit. Right now, everybody gets to shill shit. So now that's that's so the like so so you know like like that's the dark side of the editors. You know, like the 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 curated reality is because you know like at its best, yeah, you have you know this intelligentsia that's that's giving everybody the most important things that they need to know. In reality, it's you have this 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 advertising kind of uh, entertainment industrial complex that is trying to show you whatever's going to push the most product that the highest bidder paid them to sell. Right. Um, that necessarily is not the greatest, but which is not the greatest, but it's, it's just it's, all about it's the money whatever's the sense. most valuable. Yeah, what's what's more valuable at that time, and it's what's most valuable to the people who own the platform. Right. Um, now you know it's 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 democratized. Everybody gets to shill a bit, right? Um, but also, everybody gets to use the same thing to to do things that aren't shilling. And I guess it's just kind of a problem for the consumer to comb through the bullshit to find. It's kind of like ser- searching at a record store, right? And you got to go yeah. through all the records, and you're like, "Ooh, this one's kind of cool." Right. Maybe I'll check it out. It's like, you know, like you're going through the, 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 the liquor the... store and, and you're trying to find a, a good beer to drink. And, and you're I like, say, oh, this oh. this can looks pretty cool. I'm like, hazing saddles. <laughs> How did they know I like blazing saddles? Uh... Motherfuckers. <laughs> How did they know I like double IPAs? Those bitches. Yeah. 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 It's, it's basically the kind of the feedback if you're on Facebook or now Instagram oh. or whoever and you like something or, or you're already following something. And then all of a sudden, these other ads start popping up. Oh, you probably will like this because you like this motherfucker. So now this shit, you're totally gonna like. And and the funny thing is that like that kind of research for for marketing has always existed, but like we've we're we're now at a point where it's instant, which is really freaky. Yeah, cause you can, well <laughs> now it's dangerous because you can just spend yeah. your money, you know, whatever you want on Amazon. You're like, oh my god, I need that. I'll buy that right now. It'll come in, it'll come today. If I yeah. click the button now, it'll come today. Sometimes. It's like like uh, you know, you're 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 you can just imagine some desperate guy and he's, you know, like opening his computer and he's opening like a word document and he's saying goodbye world and Clippy pops up. Look like you're writing a suicide note. You want some help? Yeah. And then immediately Facebook comes blood? in and it's like <laughs> trying to sell you Home Depot rope and like <laughs> William Sonoma knives because you yeah. want to go out the best way. Because you want to go out with style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could slit your wrist with style. Yeah. Or hang yourself with this awesome amazing rope that you need. Yeah, yeah. Write it in blood because we, you know, we have an ink blood. Fill your blood pen with blood first, then write the suicide note, then kill yourself. That's the, that, and that's the that's the YouTube video that pops up. It's like yeah. twenty five best suicide life life hacks that you didn't know. You're killing yourself <laughs> wrong. Or you can do uh, some forgery. You can forge your eye. This suicide note was best. It's got the most likes. You might want to copy his style. Yeah. He said he hated everybody. You should probably do the same. <laughs> Say you hate all those motherfuckers. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how instant the world is in what they're trying to sell you. And the fucked up thing is that what we just described in these last like one minute is absolutely true and possible today and was science fiction like 30 years ago. Yeah. Like science fiction that got written about, you know. That's like William Gibson shit right there. Which is kind of crazy because I think, you know, that's what always, in our lifetime, we've almost seen sci-fi come to life. I mean, yeah, they create something. You know, but it's it, always the shitty sci-fi is the problem. I mean, it's yeah. like, 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 I, like we, I, what we wanted was Star Trek and fucking, you know, yeah, we wanted to, different to, planets. to travel to different planets, and like everybody, like money's no longer a thing, and we yeah. cured cancer, and disease is all better. Instead, we got fucking Running Man and Blade Runner, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Demolition Man. It's oh like, yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting for the fast food wars. Oh man. It's gonna happen. Oh man, do you know how to use the seashells? That's the only thing I could never get about he Demolition. He doesn't know man. how to use the seashells. I'm guessing <laughs> if you could guess how you can use the three seashells, 
what would you what would you guess? Oh man, I think I saw an infographic about this once. I think it's supposed to be like you you use one each to scrape each side, and then the last one to scrape down the middle. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. And then you just rinse them out. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you ever take a dump in the woods, that's what they like. You do the same thing with a rock or a leaf, I guess. That you, if you well. Uh, or you could do sand. You, could find a, you have to, you find a good rock because sand is good, just like a cat. But you would have to like basically dip your ass in the sand. Oh, no, 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 that's that's because you, know, you don't have water. You have to wash your ass off. Well, you just walk in the ocean then. Okay, if you're at the beach, sure. But if, I guess okay, if you're in the desert. No, I'm thinking. I'm I'm thinking like if you're in the woods. And the well, in the woods, I would probably use a leaf somehow of some or. Well, it depends on like what kind of what kind of forest you're in. So actually, the the best thing to use your sock, lichen. Lichen. Yeah, like Irish moss or something like that. Oh, okay. Or, or Spanish beard. Oh. Yeah. I, I usually use my sleeve or my sock. Yeah, but then you if have to I walk around with your shit sleeve every day. No, no, no. It's I cut it off. Like, I ripped <laughs> like that shit off. Fucking 127 days or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, oh, yeah. the ditch right <laughs> It's not, it's not like, that I can't go on like this. I gotta get... <laughs> It's not that intense. I don't have to like chop my arm off. So it's like 127 minutes, whatever. It's like. It only took me three minutes to get the sleeve off. (laughs) Or I just take my sock off and I walk around with one sock missing and I just go, hey! (laughs) Better to be in sockless than, you know, wiping my ass with some, some poison oak that I mistaken for some moss or some bullshit because i'm dude come on you can't no nah, i know you can't <laughs> you can't put mistake <laughs> poison oak from moss ah you never know what i can mistake i mistake anything i'll just sit down on something i thought it was a fucking whatever it turns out to be a turtle or some shit yeah that's why you never go outside yeah you can stay inside yeah. and have your own virtual reality which is the case that's why i want to go to space because everywhere is inside and it's as outside as you can be Yes, think about on that. Mars. Think about it. Being total recall. Yeah. You're always inside because you can't go outside. Exactly. But you're outside of the world. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. I'm down with that. That's thinking. They probably have three titties everywhere, too, on that oh shit. Oh, my God. I'd have three titties. I'd have three titties, too. I'd have three <laughs> dicks, at least. If this girl gets to have three titties. I don't have three dicks. I'm going to have three titties and three dicks. Man. I see. Cause ah, you're a crossover. You're doing it. Yeah, you're doing dude, it. You're making on. it happen. Yeah. You're Why ar- wouldn't you? You're already transgender on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I'll, I would do it. Dude, wouldn't that be great though? It's like you could like imagine so back to altered carbon. It's like the whole thing is like you could you you could like jump between a a a, a man body or 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 a woman's body just because you felt like it that day. That's true. How great would that be? That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be great? I would be great. Like you you'd have so many people with fewer hang-ups because like yeah. fucking just next day, just try it out. You know, it's like fucking, you know, driving a convertible or, or yeah, you, you literally a <laughs> convertible. <laughs> Got the top down. Yeah. Got my top out. Yeah. This is a bit breezy in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. Um, what amazing. Yeah, that would be the real sci fi that we yeah. need. That would yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, it's like there's so many things that I think people are hung up about just because they think it's so like outside of their their, their the possibility of their experience. Yeah, it's interesting what people are not or that or what people are interested in that uh, they're like afraid to like do because they think it's uh, you know above them, beneath them, or outside that they would never enjoy yeah. themselves. Yeah, on on a certain level. I mean, to me. Jacking off is jacking off, whether you're a male or a female or a transgender. Somehow you're getting off. Sure. Whether I don't care what how it is or what it is, it's a pleasure seeking button. Yeah. And that button is being pressed. And you can choose not to press the button. And I mean, like, you don't have to press know, the button. Like, but but it's like do what makes you happy. Exactly. Unless you're you know going out of your way to make people unhappy, then don't do that. Obviously. Well, yeah. Then then you're just being an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Nobody wants to be an asshole. Well, people want to be assholes, but nobody wants to be around that shit. No. Um, Not nobody wants to be around that shit that the assholes make. No. No. Yeah. No. No. Uh, have you Have you read anything that's worthwhile lately, or I can, that you've been into? Dude, I I look at books every single day for every hour of my job. I try to not. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what do you actually? I for, I forget what it is that you do now. You have a new job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of similar to the old job, but um, basically, I'm a, a digital stock boy at a startup. Um, it's called Epic. It's it's but it's 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 great. It's like a, a Netflix subscription kind of thing for children's books. Oh, that's cool. 
So, you know, it's like you, 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 you go in and, and uh, you sign up and you have access to like 25,000 children's books just off the bat and videos and audio books and, and like, all that stuff. So, yeah. So, to so like, like on, a, on, a, on a tablet. Yeah, on a tablet or, 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 or like or a, phone, a uh, that kind of thing. Or on, on, on your computer. A Kindle or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So it's like a, is it a platform for strictly like children books? Yeah. And it's like a subscription of like. Like a, a nine. Uh, I, $9.99. I'm on the back end, man. I don't, I don't actually care how they, it gets priced, but I think it's, it's $8, um, $8 a month. That's pretty nice. Yeah. It's for unlimited uh, monthly service of. Unlimited. Yeah, however many books you want to read that are in our collection. That's a great thing for parents, man. Yeah, dude. I remember like when I was a kid, like my, my parents. They gave me a, 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 a child's library. You know, I had a couple dozen books, more yeah. than a dozen, you know, like, uh, you know, 40, 60 books. And, and, you know, like you look on the back of those those books, like in 1991, they were still selling for like $10 for those little like hardcover, you know, oh, yeah. board yeah. back Those board books. back was the yeah. binding that they yeah. like, was like gold or silver, which is like... And, and and it's 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 thirty pages. I'd read it once. I'd enjoy it, and I'd never read it again. Did your parents ever read your stories? Yeah, of course they did. Mine didn't. I'm just <laughs> I have to ask. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: even if your parents don't read your stories on the app, the books will read themselves to you. That's even better. Yeah, <laughs> I could be like. I'm going to read you a story, and then I'll start reading it, yep. and then I'll just hit play where exactly. I left off, and the kid and will be like, it'll be like, oh, you know, be, you're be so awesome. good at doing voices. If if it actually could like somehow obtain my voice, oh. and it was me reading, if I would just like, all you got to say is like a couple words into the mic, and then it'll pick up my tone, and then say every tone for that. So it would be like me... Let's just say I'm out getting fucked up, and I leave my kid home. He's three. Nobody's watching him. See, I'm going to talk to my coworkers. I'm I'm going to talk to the the nerds at work. It's like, hey, hey, guys. I got this new pitch. My buddy Joe has a great idea. (laughs) Listen. Listen. Nobody wants to be home with their kids. We got got AI. What do we got AI for? Why do we got AI if you can't be a deadbeat dad? Exactly. (laughs) No, but it, it it would be great. You know, if you start reading and then, like, you kind of, like, you could actually read, like, a longer book, like, whatever, to, like, helps them continue to fall asleep. And just, yeah, you, you put it down and it still has your voice and it's still soothing. And then you go out to the living room and watch TV or, you know, yep. as, you know whatever you do, whatever parents do for or cocktails. Like you, can't, you can't be there. It's like you're at work and, yeah. and, and the, the whatever, the, the kid has, has something to remind you by. Yeah. You know? Would be great if they could capture your, your the sound of your voice and then attach it to the to the story. Well. Which would be pretty fucking rad. Yeah. I'll grab another beer. But yeah, I think that would be, I think that'd be nice. I'd be into it. I would be into it. Yeah. I mean, what kid doesn't want their, even if your dad's an asshole. And your dad hates reading stories, right? Right. And All then, he has to say is, shut up, motherfucker. But it'll read the whole story in that kind of tone. And he can do the same thing because, like, like all you have to do is look up your your, your, your dad's thing and, you know, uh, call the bank and say, he. all he says is, shut up, motherfucker. And that turns into, yes, hello, my name is John Smith. Social security number, 77. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While Little Red Riding Hood was walking... And then uh, you, you drain all those bank accounts and get a, a better dad. Exactly. A, a robot dad. A who robot has dad. His dad. Who, who cooks, has his voice. cleans, and yeah. doesn't yell at you. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next beer. This beer is Pseudo Sue. And it Pseudo is from uh, Toppling. Oh, yeah. Toppling Goliath Brewing Company. Toppling Goliath. And it's in Chicago. Oh. And it's just a pale ale, so I think it's just uh, something lighter. Although I can't find the percentage on here because I could be blind as fuck. Uh, yeah, you might find it. I can't find it. I've got my glasses on. Um, you might not even say it, but I think it's like... Dude, I think it has to say it on it by law. It usually does, but I mean, maybe different states have different laws. They don't have to list it on the can. Maybe, but yeah, this, I think it's like sixteen ounces. Six percent, maybe. Probably, it's a pale. So usually pales. It's, it's not, not like I have a device in my pocket that I can look this up right now. 
Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> untapped will tell me if I want to go on untapped and do it. Yeah. We, you know what? We won't fuck around. We'll just go with it. So, Pseudo Sue, Pale Ale from Toppling Goliath Brewing Company, Chicago. I, I Chicago, really. Chicago, you're out of here. I've always wanted to go to Chicago. You've never been there? I've never been to Chicago, and I hear it's amazing. And the main reason I want to go is because of the Blues Brothers. Blues yes. Brothers made me want to go to Chicago. Yeah. I, you know, I've been to Chicago twice. Nice. Uh, I think both times on tour, or like going through there. I hear it's sick. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a cool city. Lots of same kind of thing, like good beers, uh, great food, um, nice people. You know, depending on what neighborhood you're in, mm-hmm. I guess. We went to uh, me and my best friend went to uh, Wrigley Field. Oh yeah, for the Cubs. Nice. I think it's Wrigley Field. Yeah, right? Wrigley. Yeah, it's the the one that's named after Gum. Yeah, and then, you know, they had the, the whole... Uh, oh, you're going to get some hate mail from some Chicago people because of that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Chicago. I love you. Don't hate. Yeah, but uh, it was a good game. It was fun. Nice. Good baseball. How, how did the Cubs do? Cheers. I Cheers. believe they lost. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to say they won, but I can't remember. <laughs> I think we had a lot of beers that day. But... And we had a, I can't even remember the show that we had that we played. I think we played pretty well. And the show was kind of, eh. That's how you choose to so, remember so. it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like vague, I vaguely remember the. I like this, by the way. Yeah, this is smooth. Yeah. It's not super like, this hoppy. Is, yeah, like this is very drinkable. This yeah. is like a good barbecue beer. Like I could pound the shit out yeah, of this. Yeah, no fuck. Yeah. yeah. And if they're like five, five, six, or something like that, it's a it, good session. It's definitely a good session for a yeah. barbecue. Yeah, these are good. Yeah, pseudo Sue. pseudo Sue. It's the one with the angry Barney on it. He's angry Barney, yeah. or angry Sue. Angry Sue Barney. Uh, this single hop pale ale showcases the Citra hop for a well balanced beer that is delicate in body with a mild bitterness in the finish. Ferocious hop aromas of citrus and mango give a refreshing taste that is bright enough with just enough bite. Can I get you to do all my beer commercials? <laughs> just come in and read beer the entire time. I love it. It'll be the best voice of all time. You're like, can you just keep that guy's the best advertising voice of all time? I can't. I read it. And I'm just like, you know, the single hop showcases. The, you know, it just sounds terrible. My voice is not cut out for for radio or any kind of bullshit. You just gotta get in and get that honeyed timber. You gotta get. I gotta change it up. Like, <laughs> you gotta get in there and do it. Just my Sean Connery. Frankly, uh, whatever the fuck, I don't give a damn. That's Cary Grant. My is friend. it? God damn! I, it all up. <laughs> I haven't been drinking. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> cheers. Uh yeah. Um. Let's see. What well, I haven't. Uh, let's see. I I just started reading another thing, but it, it's it's called basically how men age. It was kind of interesting. I interesting. just started reading. I, I it. usually don't read that much self help or, or like like science type books, like nonfiction. I, I like when I when I when I, like the last nonfiction book I really read was like this thing about like the history of debt. Hmm. Which was super interesting, but um... I read I read um, the um, there's a couple there's two books they were called um, I sh- there was a part of a series that said I should have read these in high school kind oh, of things yeah. and one was about money yeah and I think the other one was similar to that but like one was like finances and and uh, you know like. In inflammation and all the things that you should have known throughout your high school years that you didn't right. know kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, re- I read a couple of those that were kind of interesting. I just, like, I feel like I get a lot of the nonfiction knowledge that I have just by reading articles, reading, like, magazines and newspapers and that kind of thing. Yeah, for um, sure. I feel like maybe it's not as in-depth, maybe. No, but, like, a lot of the times it's like... like I was really, terrible in school, so really, I didn't like, really you, pay attention. When, when you read those nonfiction things, for the most part, it's just, like, that guy's opinion about those things and that he had to stretch to... True. You know, like, 200, 300 pages. I feel like some of it, though, was, like... Things that were facts that I just didn't know. Fair. Yeah. And, and that's kind of why I got it. It was like things you should have probably known in high school. And I was like, 
it's a small book. It was like yeah. maybe 75 pages. And I was like, Meh. and I kind of like fingered through it a little bit. And I was like, I'll pick it up. It's like yeah. $7, you know? And I was like, I'll check it out. And I was like, oh, it actually, you know, taught me a lot of, of things that I, I might have not have known, like the history of like, um, basically <clears throat> earning your weight in gold. Like right. I wasn't totally aware of, of, you know, IOUs compared to gold weighing. And then the, the dollar comes in, which dollar paper was, you right. know, I, I didn't know all that stuff. So I, I, and that wasn't taught in, in high school. So it was, you know, and I didn't go to college. So I went to like a, a trade school for, for auto mechanics and stuff like that. So, um, well, that's a skill that I don't have at all. Yeah, I mean, it's like my did, my, my, no. my car is it's like I I need to get body work in it. It's like starting the battery starting to crap out, and it's like I'll replace that battery, uh, man, for free. It'll take me ten <laughs> minutes, dude. Ten minutes, yeah. not even. Uh, but yeah, I was, uh, I, yeah, I bought those books. I thought they were they were. I mean, if you if you enjoy them, and, and like that's yeah. I think the the key thing. It's it, like I think a lot of people beat up themselves because they don't read enough. And I don't think that like that. That's that's the worst attitude to bring to yes. like reading something. You should yes. read something because like it's it grabs you. Yeah, and that was kind of the reason I picked up this book because it was you know, uh, it, it struck me because it was how men age, and I and I kind of read you know the back of the book, and then I looked at the inscription a little bit, yeah. and it, I was like, ah, it kind of intrigues intrigues me, and it was more of like. Uh, you know, watching his father age and stuff, and then you know more, and and he's telling more stories about. So is it more more of a memoir? Sort of, yeah. It's kind yeah. of on a memoir memoir uh, thing, and and he he kind of has like these three stories about like his father, a chimpanzee, and like a pygmy kind of person that used to live in the woods, and now they're so he's comparing all the ages and death, and how they've aged, right. From like their childhood to uh, adulthood, and all the you know the kind of you know is like described like oh you know my I've never known my father to ever have like brown hair. He's always had gray hair and a black mustache. Right. I never knew him before that. Forty years, you know, I, I started to to remember what he looked like, and then slowly, and then you know describes like he got into some hobbies, and then I could see that. After a while, he started hunching, and he wasn't able to do this at a certain point. So it was kind of like, you know, I've only read a few uh, a chapter here, so it's like it gets more broad. But it was like just this kind of like interesting thing to me, and I, I kind of just wanted to because I feel like a lot of us have never really got that talk or saw that or you see what how aging yeah, goes like having that everybody gets the, on, on, on aging and kind of like that coming to grip with like oh i'm, I'm gonna go through this transition and, yeah like like everybody yeah. gets the puberty talk right right but nobody ever gets like the 40 to 50 talk <laughs> or you know the 30 to 40 talk yeah you know they don't really and you kind of like that's the talk i need you know i need to i need that older talk because i'm like yeah. What the fuck's going on now with my body? I'm like, I'm having all these weird shit happen to me. It's it's all growing and aging and, you know, all, not necessarily bad things, but it's like, that never happened to me before. Well, and lots of things are never going to happen to you before. This is happening to you now because you're this old and yeah, I'm not 20 anymore. So it's like, I thought it was interesting. So I, I kind of got it. And, well, I mean, you know, it just pulling it back me. to sci-fi. You're not 20 anymore yet. Yet. That's yet <laughs> until I get to my uh, my black mirror phase yeah, and I get right. that little implant and the chip and I can just go wherever the fuck I want just exactly. slip, slip me into a uh, one of the fucking computers oh modules. My God. That's speaking of black. That's the one that I haven't like. I have to catch up on now. It's like I haven't I haven't even started that. Have you not started any of the black mirror at all? Not at all. Oh, dude. Yeah. You need to watch every single one of them tonight. <laughs> Cool. No. I'm no, just going to um, call into my boss and so, say, hey, listen. Here's the thing about the first season. Something came up. It's Black Mirror. Sorry. Well, here's the thing about the first season. It's only three episodes. Yeah. That's it. You don't have to, you binge watch it. You'll be done yeah. by Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I've been so bad at just like... And I hate that I, f I, I feel like I've been so bad at keeping up with these things because uh, you it's don't fucking have to. like media. No, no, I, I, yeah. I don't have to and I shouldn't. No. But I do. <laughs> but I want to. <laughs> but I need to be on this shit. 
No, I mean, uh, I, I, I <laughs> listen. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just, I'm on season three right now. I started Shameless. Yeah. And everybody's been telling me for the longest time to watch it, and the show's been on, I guess, for years. And you know, I we just started watching it like last month, and like, I hold out until I'm like, is the show not popular again yet? And they're like, yeah, I mean, it's not as popular. I'm like, I'll start watching. It, <laughs> nice. Basically. Besides Game of Thrones, now I'm just you know. Oh, Game of Thrones! I I like dropped out in season five. Did you? Yeah. All right. I'm I'm we're we're caught up now. We're nice. Yeah. I I, I like I, I'm 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 like that way with a whole bunch of shows like uh, uh, House of Cards. Still haven't finished season one. I haven't started that one. I I enjoyed it. You know, say what you want about Kevin Spacey being a creepy douche. He plays a really good creepy douche on He's TV. always been a creepy douche. That's the thing. <laughs> it's like, like, hey, did you hear Kevin Spacey molested a lot of like young boys when he was like... Uh, you know, I buy it. I'm like, that sounds about right. Did you see him in American Beauty? Did you think he wasn't a creep then? Yeah. He's a motherfucking creep. I mean, I saw him in Seven. I'm just waiting for the bodies to get dug up. Exactly. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I, I, I kind of just if I, I it's, it's one of those things. I have a weird thing when I buy movies or watch TV shows. Right. So if if I'm at the store buying movies, because I still love to buy DVDs, that's what I do. I go to Rasputin. I fucking spend hours there just searching through movies. I'm like, ooh, I don't have that one. That's one I was looking for. Yeah. And if I'm not in the mood to watch it, I won't buy it. And if somebody tells me something to watch, I won't watch it because I'm not in the mood to watch it. Unless I, like, literally force you to watch Blade Runner. Yes. Besides that. (laughs) Did you like the new one? What would you think? I did like it. Did you did like I and, and I? How many times did you watch it yet? I only I only watched it once. Me too. Uh, Well, I'd say one and a half because I had it on at the bar and it was subtitles and I was just in and out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I went into it with very high expectations because, like I said, Blade Runner favorite movie, exactly all time. Like, yeah. like there was a lot of room to fuck up. Yeah, and and you know, I don't think it was a perfect movie. I don't think it was a a movie that you know, like is the best movie of all time it's kind of like eclipsed the original blade runner it's the new hotness all that stuff yeah but it was a good movie and i think it played with some interesting ideas i think so too i think like it like i i think it 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 obviously imperfect but nothing really is and and you can talk about like the flaws in the movie Mm -hmm. um and I think it suffers from, you know, a lot of what movies today suffer from, which is that, like, they're so focused on production design that they forget to tell a good story. Yes, and that um, was that was the, the, the problem that I had, because I remember the story, sort of, but I gotta watch it more and more like to I, fall in love with it. Yeah, I mean, like, the story... The story, to me, it, it's like... The story into like it's it's like the same thing that happened in 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 which I think I really only first noticed in in like the the first Star Wars movies, which is that like somebody storyboarded like drew these really cool things. It's like oh, what if they went to you know this really nice planet that's like northern italy and then they went underwater to like an underwater planet yeah oh and then they go to a volcano planet and then they go to a thing and then fucking some poor scriptwriter has to go it's like oh fuck how am i gonna string this together and then but like like the yeah. production design like the visual look of the movie right was much more important to the to the to the director and the cinematographer than, than actually know, telling, actually a, telling a, story. a story and having the art serve the story right um, which is, I think, really common in, in yeah, because, sci-fi I mean, of the last 20 years. Yeah, because, I mean, most of the, the cinematography and all the, the scenes and the creations that they build were fucking great. Yeah, it was, it it was, was amazing. amazing. It was an amazing I mean, like world. That, that hologram sex scene was just, like, fucking awesome. It was mind-blowing. You know, like, like, but, but it's like... And, 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 and taken on its own, all those set pieces are, are legitimately interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they were fascinating. Like the whole Las Vegas, like 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 desert reclaimed oh, Las yeah. Vegas. That thing, was great. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. That like 
San Diego is a junkyard thing. Like the the, the huge seawall scenes. Yep. Like those things were awesome. Yeah. They were super cool. They were very cool. And they like very much took the Blade Runner aesthetic and like, let's like blow it out a little bit more. Make it a little bit more epic. Let's yeah. spend a little bit more time in like how cool Blade Runner looks. Mm-hmm. How cool that universe looks. Yeah. But they didn't tell a story. And that was the thing that bothered or, me. Or, or the story they that they did. told. They, the story that they told was was kind of like, it was just trying to link all those cool moments together. What I, what Instead I, of having those cool moments arise because of the story. And to me with the story, not to get too uh, spoiler-ish here, but the, the bad guy stuff... Just wasn't as awesome as like oh fucking Jared Leto. Jared Leto's awful. I mean, like I don't he, know. He's not. I, he, he is okay. Well, recently he is. Like <laughs> recently, he his new stuff sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's just fucking. He's in everything. He always plays the same fucking sketchy white dude, skinny, cracked out fucking. But Joker. have you seen Chapter Seventeen? I haven't seen Chapter Seventeen. It's an awesome ass movie with Jared Leto, and he gained like a hundred pounds to become Mark David Chapman and shot John Lennon. Fine, it's a fuck. But I mean, that was back it, in the it's, day. It's still that was back in the day, but it's still like the same character. It's like and, and, sort of, but not. I don't know. I mean, like at least in Blade Runner, strictly speaking about his performance in Blade Runner, he he's or it might be called this... Chapter Seven. I don't know. Chapter Seven, Seventeen, one of those. Anyway, one good. Yeah, the one, the one where, where Lennon dies. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Lennon dies. <laughs> but it's sad. Um, but yeah, in Blade Runner. He, he plays this character that's just like a fucking monologuing James Bond villain. And yeah. like you don't go, he, he, you don't go to Blade Runner to see a James Bond villain. Like the I, original one, you have like, like who are the villains in the original Blade Runner? You have uh, um, uh, fucking uh, Tyrell. Yep. Who 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 who's played brilliantly as this kind of you know really well intentioned, but blind tech genius, and it's like 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 the Tyrell character is so familiar when you look at like people like Elon Musk and 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 Jeff Bezos and everyone else like Steve Jobs, like he he's he's a tech genius, and yeah. that was a character that existed before those guys did. Yeah, exactly. Like that's how that's that's insane. Yeah. He's the mad scientist behind. He's, he's the he's, man that he's, he's not a mad scientist. He's so a well, visionary. Yeah, right. And he saw something, and and he saw something that corrupted. He 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 created something that worked so well that it corrupted the world that he wanted to make. Right. That's a brilliant villain. Yes. You have Rutger Hauer, Rutger who's Hauer like Hauer is the man. Fucking <laughs> uh, who, who's who, who's who's playing? You know this this brilliant Luciferian like like fucking Paradise Lost character. He's going to his creator to get life. Yeah, and he doesn't care what he does in order to get it. Yeah, that's a brilliant story. That's a brilliant motivation. That's a brilliant thing to drive. And 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 those two villains kind of like anchor two parts of a really interesting story. And that's exactly what I thought that the new Blade Runner didn't have. Exactly. And that was that was my biggest pet peeve about it because I was like, I almost could just fall asleep for this movie. And if be, it weren't so pretty, if it weren't so beautiful, yeah, yeah. the visionary. I was like. And the music was great too, you know. Yeah. So all the the, yeah. you know, with the yeah every every uh, score and everything that they did with the music was with the visionary was beautiful. It was and I was like that's why I was taken in by the whole thing, and then I just kind of yeah. like lost the story. I was like, bah. it's like you have and, and so like who are the villains in 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 twenty forty nine? You you got Robin Wright, who's a corrupt cop, yep. who who's who who's really uncomfortable. I think deeply uncomfortable. Yep. With her relationship with this this thing that looks so unhuman and stuff like that, and she has to actively try to create that distance, and then yeah. winds up redeeming herself or whatever. Yeah. And then you have Jared Leto, who's a fucking James Bond villain. Who cares? And that was it. I was like, and that's it. You know, like I was like, what's ah. getting in the way between this? You know, it's like you have no, you have no real like. But it, and he, but even Jared Jared Leto didn't do that much. Like he, like he, I was just so disappointed in his character for doing anything yeah and i was like no he, he monologues at them naked chicken then kills her and then yeah. and i was like that's it that's why why did you why 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 was this important who was this woman that you spent so much time trying to like get me to 
to like. I need to, to follow to, to care about and then and then immediately murder. And it's like, oh, cool. So you're just establishing that that fucking Jared Leto's a badass. So cool. basically, character building is what they didn't do. So they didn't build up any characters as much. The only one they did was, what character, was, what was or character development, I should say. Yeah, I because mean, I like, didn't like, fall so in love I with actually, the characters. So I really like the 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 um, the. So I'm I'm feeling bad. Just I only watched the movie once. Like I said, so, me too. Me too. Uh, like I can't remember the names of the the characters. But you had yeah. the uh, fucking Ryan Gosling's character and the hologram lady. Yeah, that then, I thought was a then, very cool. Well, like, then they kind of morphed into one another, right? Where she was like. Right, she 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 got the 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 sex she worker took to on, come in, and then she she and kind she of took like, on the, yeah yeah the, the actual face of the right, but but I mean specifically like um just that entire relationship from how it gets introduced and how it develops like that was an interesting romance. It also had already been done with her. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Which was, but like that doesn't mean that 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 her has to be the only exploration of that topic, and you know the fact that. Ryan Gosling's character is a replicant does add an interesting kind of like element to that romance in which case you have like you, you can imagine that you're, you're you like have to create you have to give your 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 Toyota uh, Camry a, a a a friend right right yeah how interesting is that you yeah. know like like that's an interesting idea of, of, of technology developing AI developing or or even that we that like something that so we your would robot otherwise... needs a friend yeah like your like your cat needs another cat. Exactly. Your robot needs another robot. Exactly. You have to get two Roombas, or else they they get lonely. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you both sweep my floor? Yeah. Or or vacuum or do something. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I mean, like, I I enjoy the movie. I didn't I didn't leave the movie feeling cheap. So like, no, I left the movie like going. Did you, did you watch that Ghost in the Shell movie? I don't think I saw that. Okay, I did. I I, I left it feeling cheated. Okay. Because all they did was, you know, I don't know if you watched the original one. It's pretty good. It's an anime. No, I didn't watch that, no. I've Um, I've heard about it, but I didn't see it. It's pretty good. Um, And the Ghost in the Shell one, all they really did was try to, like, cash in on what the original was. Okay. Like all it was was making references back to the original and all the derivative content that was been made 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 for it. It's like, hey, remember this character? Here he is. Isn't that wacky? In real life, but um, they didn't really do anything, and the the story that they strung together would have been, you know, okay. But like, it just wasn't well executed because they spent all this time, all the the time that they had. All my attention was was spent, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get me to remember something that was better than what I was watching on the screen. Again, the production design, the set design, you know, like the visuals were amazing. Right. That's that was what drew me in. But you know, but like the 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 like it was a fun thing, and and there were like memorable things to watch. But I didn't care about them past the aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I'm on the same way. And but but Blade Runner, you know, there was a, a little there. There were some things that I could care about. Like I, you know, I think they really did a good job of establishing that romance between those two characters. And then you know, when she ends up sacrificing herself, it feels earned. Yeah, you know, like I I want her to be alive. I want her to to survive in this weird sense in which she survives and. It it makes sense that she'd sacrifice herself, and that that's a sacrifice that would mean something to him. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. There was but, a lot. It was a lot that they needed to brush up on. But like I said, I got to see it again. It made me. I left the movie thinking, I got to watch it again, and then again, and then if it left me doing that, it was good enough to make me want to keep watching it. Yeah. Because I never get the full. You know, you you always see things. You always miss something. Like even when you listen to something like a like a new album or something, I like. I don't fall in love with every song. You know, I don't fall in love with every character. Like I gotta listen. I gotta listen. I gotta watch it at least a few times to really soak it in. I don't know if every movie I watch earns that though. No, no. And and, and I'm not sure if, if Blade Runner earned that for me. I'm not sure. 
That's what I, mean, like, I got to like see though. Twenty forty nine. I yeah. mean, original yeah, yeah. Blade Runner, I'll rewatch every year. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a necessity. It's like, I got to watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm due pretty soon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we should have back-to-back Blade Runner night. Just uh, hell yeah. Just do it, dude. Yeah. We can do it. Yeah. Um, but the... the I, I finally decided, though, uh, which version I like the best. Yeah? Yeah. Which one? It's the director's cut. Final cut. I, they, they do this color grading thing that I think is bullshit. Okay. So now you're getting picky. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. what I like. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> good. It's good. All right. So director's cut. Director's cut, not, not final, final cut. Not final cut. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Because the main difference is that like in the in the final cut, it's basically the same thing as the director's cut. The only thing they do is that they update some of the visuals and they add this color grading, mm-hmm. which makes it a much darker, cooler movie. Okay. But... It takes out all of like the nice oranges and reds and warm tones that I think That's made the 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 movie so visually interesting in yeah. the first place. Yeah, no, I I love those tones in that movie. Yeah. So yeah, if they're taking most of that shit out, it's like, ugh. yeah, that's a bummer. But. So it's my opinion. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, for sure. My hot take. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. All right, and then we'll be back for round two. All right. All right. Well, stay tuned. Catch you guys soon. All right. That's it, everybody, for the first round. Wanted to thank Philippe Moda for coming on. Stay tuned for the second round next week. Uh, until then, you can check out uh, Jane's Beer Store in Mountain View, the Willow Market in Menlo Park, the Rosen Crown Palo Alto, and Ale Arsenal in San Carlos. For Check any of those locations for great beer, great people. I get mine there, so you should get yours. Also, you can email email me at any questions at a few deep uh, at gmail.com. Uh, any questions, any info, any feedback for the show, I can always use. Uh, also, you, I'm looking for guests all the time for the show, so if you would like to be a guest on a few deep and you are in the Bay Area, drop me an email. All right. So until then. Talk to you guys next week. Definitely smells like a strawberry.